Hello and welcome to the new episode of our SAP Integration and Extension Talk. It's already the 72nd episode. My name is Hannah Sadamon. I'm the host of this podcast episode and I'm Senior Product Specialist for SAP Business Technology Platform. Today, we have two exciting interviews and special co-hosts joining us. In the first half of this podcast, we will talk about the new software-as-a-service solution, SAP Landscape Management Cloud, running on SAP Business Technology Platform, and how customers can benefit from the usage, especially during these challenging times. In the second half, we will have a discussion between SAP and IBM, giving us insights into their strong partnership, how they are using SAP workflow management, and much more. But before we start with the interviews, let's see what's new first. We have great news to announce, a big and exciting event highlight for customers, partners, and all other interested audiences is taking place next month. Sapphire Now returns this June with a new and innovative virtual event experience available across the globe and totally free for participants. Great SAP business technology platform sessions and top speakers covering SAP integration suite and SAP extension suite topics are waiting for you. In addition, you will learn more about the new offering Rise with SAP, low-code and no-code development, business process improvement, and intelligent robotic process automation. And this is just to mention a couple of highlights. The program is so extensive, I can't tell you everything here. But please mark your calendar. Sapphire Now will kick off on June 2nd with a broadcast around the globe with Christian Klein's executive keynote with special guests. And the program will then continue with Sapphire Now regional events offered in weekly installments in local languages throughout June and July. Check out the links in the podcast show notes to get all the details on the upcoming dates for your specific region and time zone. Register now to get your free event access. Explore the events program and use the agenda builder to create your own event experience and to don't miss any session. You won't get all top news around integration and extension topics, no problem. Please subscribe to our monthly SAP Integration Suite and SAP Extension Suite newsletter. This newsletter highlights the latest news and releases, service updates, customer stories, upcoming events and learning resources. And of course, follow us on social media to always stay up to date. But now it's time to kick off the SAP integration and extension talk. Make yourself comfortable, grab a cup of tea or coffee and enjoy listening. And now let's move on with the first interview in this episode. I'm happy to have my two colleagues here today and to learn more about their exciting topic. Markus Winter and Luisa Beltran Cespedes will talk about the new software as a service solution called SAP Landscape Management Cloud, 
which enables customers to manage their SAP systems in infrastructure cloud environments. They will also show you how the solution addresses customer challenges during the transition from on-premise to cloud scenarios. Now I'm handing over to both of you. Welcome Luisa and welcome Markus. Thank you, Hannah, for having us. I am Luisa Beltran Céspedes. I am responsible for the communications for our cloud and life cycle management landscape orchestration products. Our portfolio contains three solutions, and today we will talk about the most recently launched SAP Landscape Management Cloud. It is a pleasure to have Marcus Winter with me here today, who is our chief product owner for cloud management products. But Marcus, why don't you introduce yourself? Thank you, Luisa. And uh, thank you, Hannah. Great to be here in this podcast with you today. Um, within SAP, I'm responsible for our customer-facing cloud management products and uh, SAP landscape management, what we also call SAP Llama, and uh, the SAP Cloud Appliance Library, in short, often called CAL. Um, which is our shipment channel into infrastructure clouds like Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, or the Google Cloud Platform. I'm based out of SAP headquarters in Waldorf um, and been with the company for roughly around uh, 20 years and spent most of my professional uh, life in the area of uh, landscape management of uh, SAP and infrastructure operations. Great. Um, let's start talking about infrastructure. What are the challenges that customers have to face when they go into the cloud today, Marcus? Well, um, first of all, cloud is a very wide field today. Um, so from fully managed uh, software solutions uh, to infrastructure clouds and the offerings are growing. So it's a question how customers are moving to the cloud. Um, and many of them today are looking into infrastructure as a service, or IaaS, uh, not only for SAP applications, but for their entire data center environments. So they can move away from classical self-managed on-premise environments into consuming infrastructure directly out of the cloud. And when you move your existing on-premise applications to such infrastructure clouds like Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, or the Google Cloud Platform, and you still operate it in the same way as you've been operating uh, in your own data center, you probably miss out a lot of benefits. And uh, pretty soon, depends also on your pricing model, it can be quite pricey, and customers don't get the full benefits that the flexibility of infrastructure clouds have to offer. So... Um, in order to make use of that uh, flexibility, also the operations of SAP systems need to be adjusted in order to reflect such a new operations model. Okay, so when customers are moving their SAP on-premise applications, what has to be considered? Well, first of all, customers have to properly plan their transition. Um, whether it's just lifting and shifting workload from an existing on-premise environment to cloud infrastructure, or whether it actually makes sense also to make changes on the SAP environment. For example, to uh, move to SAP HANA, move to SAP S4 HANA. And in any case, what on-demand cloud infrastructure is 
very effective for quick deployment. So it's very easy to create a uh, new virtual machine, to create uh, new data stores. Um, however, this means it must be managed very efficiently to avoid infrastructure over-provisioning or uh, virtual hardware sprawl, so that in the end, you end up with a lot more infrastructure than you originally had in your own data centers. So and this can lead to unexpected high costs. And so what we in the end need to do is that um, customers need proper management of their SAP environments and tooling uh, to have an SAP view on the underlying infrastructure. So what do you mean with SAP view, Marcus? SAP landscapes, they consist of many systems, many instances, and then, of course, the underlying infrastructure. Um, the cloud infrastructure providers, like I mentioned earlier, AWS, Azure, or the Google Cloud Platform, they give you, of course, a good view on virtual machines, on storage volumes, on networks. But how all these individual pieces are assembled together and come together on an SAP layer, that view is missing. So a classical SAP basis team with classical SAP basis administrators, they know, of course, their SAP systems. They know their SAP system IDs. What is their production environment? What is their quality assurance environment? What is their development system? And they would like to see this logical grouping also when they are operating in an infrastructure cloud. So how all these individual assets are assembled back into an SAP landscape that is a uh, very well desired view. And it goes even further that on top, you need to uh, consider what is the right sequence to start and stop virtual machines to have an SAP system properly started and stopped. So to get most of your um, infrastructure deployment, you need to look also systematically what do I want to do on top of an infrastructure cloud? How do I get most out of my infrastructure? Which means you need to provision additional resources when they are needed, and you need to deprovision them when they are no longer needed. So mapping directly what you spend on infrastructure as a service with the actual SAP systems can end up in quite a lot of <laughs> spreadsheet work. So Customers end up putting that in Excel spreadsheets and other tools. Okay, but so how can customers do that? Well, this is, I think, one of the main use cases we address with SAP Landscape Management Cloud. It's a designed tool for operating SAP on top of infrastructure cloud. So it gives SAP customers an SAP-centric view on the underlying cloud infrastructure and it helps especially in dynamic landscapes. So you can scale, for example, the, the number of SAP application servers, and the tool can help you keep on track of the assigned costs of these SAP landscapes. Um, Marcus, you mentioned already cost, flexibility, and those are components of RISE with SAP. The new offering that brings together everything that the customers need to transform their business in the way that works best for them in the cloud. Um, how customers face these challenges moving from on-premise solutions to the cloud within that framework of RISE? Yeah, that's a very good question, Luisa. Um, first of all, RISE is a fully managed service offering from SAP with many benefits for our customers. 
on the journey to rise, customers will consume SAP cloud offerings, but also hand over operations of their ERP systems to SAP and with the move to S4HANA. So customers who already embarked on that journey with an on-premise version of SAP S4HANA within the last probably three years or so, some of them need more time to maximize the value that they gain from that prior investment before actually moving to RISE. And uh, especially for those customers who are already running SAP on a hyperscaler and take this as an interim step on the journey to RISE, they lack this transparency of their underlying infrastructure costs and probably also have a lot of manual processes around SAP that have a direct impact on their total cost of ownership, on their so-called TCO. SAP Landscape Management Cloud, the tool that we just launched earlier this year, will support especially those customers to better understand what am I spending on top of such infrastructure clouds. It helps with automation of many of the standard routines and having this central SAP view of also the related tasks. And as a result, it helps optimizing the TCO for those customers. So when they move to RISE, they can realize those TCO savings earlier. Mm-hmm. Additional to those benefits, how does SAP Landscape Management Cloud respond to those challenges? Um, automated SAP system specific routines enable customers to operate their SAP solutions according to optimal patterns. So on top, we combined SAP Landscape Management Cloud with an SAP Analytics part so that you can further analyze the costs related to your systems. Okay, but what is a pattern? A pattern defines the availability of an SAP system. So for example, you have a non-production system environment um, that developers use while they are in the office. They should only be available during business hours. Over the weekend, usually nobody is working with those systems and they could be shut down to save infrastructure costs. Um, That could be a pattern, Monday to Friday only during business hours. Other patterns can define also the scalability of a production system. Um, How many SAP application servers are needed during a specific time frame? For example, during quarter end closing or month end closing, you need more capacity in your system, more system power. Therefore, customers add more application servers. Um, And after that phase, once quarter end closing is over, you can reduce the number of application servers and temporarily shut down, which also directly translates to saving costs. So SAP systems can scale much better with such a forecasted demand and with uh, so-called patterns that um, directly impact the infrastructure capacity. Um, How does this fit with customers moving to SAP Business Technology Platform offering? Cloud is always a journey, a multi-step journey. It's it's not one big step to the cloud. So um, the, the Business Technology Platform is designed to help customers when they um, especially want to create their own extensions to the core ERP with S4HANA. Um, It still requires that customers need to manage their core systems where the actual data is stored. So SAP Landscape Management Cloud can help especially those customers 
to manage their on-premise systems when they are running them already in infrastructure clouds, for example, to quickly start and stop systems that are needed for developing those extensions. When you develop an extension, you, you still need a backend system to connect to, and those sandbox systems can be uh, provisioned either on demand, started on demand, and are then available to the customer when they are needed. Okay, let's see more in detail. Which other benefits can customers expect from the solution? So as I already mentioned, we want to give customers an orchestrated SAP system-centric view. So even when customers have large or smaller landscapes, you have one central view across even multiple cloud providers. And we also want to help customers reduce the total cost of ownerships for uh, their SAP systems like SAP S4HANA. And an, an, another side effect is minimize the carbon footprint. So when you actively shut down unused um, system capacities, so additional application servers, um, you save carbon emissions because then you don't these systems don't consume energy. Um, we also want to help customers improving their budget forecasting. So what is actually needed, what is consumed on infrastructure as a service. And that's why we embedded an SAP analytics cloud view into SAP landscape management. Um, so controlling uh, the IIS budget, right-sizing of systems, um, monitoring the spend, comparing different uh, elements of their infrastructure, and leading to an improved forecasting. That is pretty much it. Great. How can customers manage their SAP systems efficiently with these solutions? As I said earlier, the, the software allows you to define system availability patterns. And that will help um, the, the technical departments to meet the business demand and, and minimize wasted resources. So you don't need to size the system to peak load. You can size it to the actual demand. And then the system either scales out or scales down um, on the individual customer needs so that um, systems when they are not used for example additional application servers are gracefully shut down to reduce the resource consumption and of course optimize the costs which improvements will be reflected on the landscape management for the customers did you have an example yeah of course uh, for for example um in in many cases when you come from a traditional data centers systems were up and running 24 by 7 um, but that is not necessarily needed. So when you you, you can configure with our tool um, five by ten, so five days a week, ten hours a day operational timelines, and uh, therefore reduce the the infrastructure consumption. So why should SAP non-production systems be up and running all the time when nobody is using that in a over the weekend or in another time period? And we see that this tool then brings customers into the position to do a much more proactive budget control, reduce the carbon footprint, and we see that it can lead to a savings between 40 and 60% less infrastructure consumption of the managed SAP solutions. Uh, you mentioned cost improvements. How can customers get visibility of them? Well, we visualize that uh, with the built-in and embedded SAP Analytics Cloud capabilities. So we read out the cost information coming from the uh, infrastructure cloud providers. 
and then provide these views for improved budget planning and uh, help customers to identify the cloud usage model that best fits uh, their business. Right. Um, the cloud providers are, of course, deeply involved. And um, recently, SAP and Microsoft announced a partnership. How do SAP landscape management cloud customers could take advantage of the benefits of this partnership? <laughs> That's a good question. Yes, uh, customers are subscribing to SAP Landscape Management Cloud and they, they improve scalability, they reduce operations efforts, and they benefit from this SAP-centric view on Microsoft Azure Landscapes. And additionally to that, we are um, working on a much more guided approach for customers to quickly also deploy SAP S4HANA directly on Microsoft Azure. So for better transparency with the whole transformation process, um, we also um, are working to provide more guidance on data migration tool usage. Uh, when customers are transitioning from on-premise workloads to S4HANA on Microsoft Azure. There are some couple of more interesting features coming out over the next couple of months that um, yeah, definitely will help customers running S4HANA on Azure. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And uh, I can only hope that customers will keep on looking into our future announcements there. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, looking forward to seeing more uh, Hannah, for you and all the audience, if you want to learn more about uh, SAP Landscape Management Cloud, you can visit the product page, sap.com slash LAMA, our community page, um, or can contact us at LAMA at sap.com as well. Um, the solution is available on the SAP store. You can go to sapstore.com slash solutions, uh, search for the solution. And by using the self-service purchasing option, you can add the Llama Cloud code uh, to receive a discount. Um, additionally, we will have during Sapphire now in June two special usability testing sessions. Marcus, what will the participants expect from these sessions? These sessions are 60-minute sessions, and the participants can test drive the solution and give feedback directly on the usability of the product to our product team. Uh, this is very important to us to have this direct feedback loop also with our customers and how can they use the product. Um, so that we can um, flow this back um, and include improvements in future versions. So for those who cannot attend any of these sessions, I, I heard they are already pretty um, <laughs> pretty well booked. These labs seats, of course, are limited. Um, you can check out our trial offerings and go on a test drive on your own. And uh, we will announce more details soon uh, via sap.com. And uh, it would be great to also hear feedback even outside of Sapphire. Okay, great. Thank you, Marcus. So thanks a lot, Luisa and Marcus, for this very interesting and useful insights. It's really a great solution. We have learned a lot about the SAP Landscape Management Cloud and know where we can get more product information. We look forward to hearing more from you in the future. So I wish you all the best and thanks for being our podcast guests today. Thank you. Hi, Anna. And now 
We will continue with our second interview in this episode. I am now handing over to my colleague Achana Chukla from SAP Business Technology Platform Product Management, who is our co-host today. You can look forward to an exciting conversation with our partner IBM. Hello and welcome again. Hope you all are healthy and safe with your loved ones and staying focused with all positivity. It is very important in these unprecedented times that we keep our spirits up. And uh, one way is to upskill yourself by listening to our wonderful podcast episodes on our product and services that we bring to you month after month. I am Archana Shukla, Senior Product Manager of SAP Workflow Management. And today I bring to you a very special talk with our special guest from IBM, SAP's valued partner. Now, if you're guessing, why are they here? Then let's ask them directly. Please join me in welcoming Andrew Walsley Tongs, who is an IBM Distinguished Engineer and SAP Chief Architect and Global SAP S4 HANA Leader for IBM Services, and Ashidhara Lahari, who is an SAP Enterprise Lead Architect and Technical Leader in IBM's SAP practice. Thank you so much, Andrew and Ashidhara, for being part of our talk show. Thanks, Archana, for having us. We're delighted to be here. Great to be here. Good. So I'm very excited uh, to introduce our wonderful engagement that we had for past one year and share the outcomes with our listeners. Um, so, Andrew, can you let us know, uh, last year in June, SAP has announced about this evolution partnership with IBM. Can you tell us more about this partnership? Yes, absolutely. So um, the evolution partnership between IBM and, and SAP is really the next um, evolution of the partnership. We've been partners for almost like 50 years now, um, and it really focuses on four key areas. Um, first is around automating processes and really accelerating the transformation towards um, S4HANA and, and the intelligent enterprise. Um, the second area of focus is looking at reimagining customer and, and employee experiences, and we'll talk to some of that as part of um, the examples of what we've been building into the SAP Workflow Management Solution um, later on in the podcast. Uh, the third area is really looking at um, hybrid cloud solutions and how um, th those infrastructure setups drives greater flexibility uh, into the solutions. And then the last area is really our area of focus today is how do we reinvent workflows um, with intelligent industry end-to-end -end processes um, that's very much focused and aligned to SAP's industry cloud solutions. Um, and we've been using the SAP business technology platform um, to build that for our clients. Um, and we're going to give you a few examples on, on today's podcast. That's great, Andrew. I mean, we all know that um, SAP and IBM partnership is for quite many years and that has helped numerous companies, uh, you know, to digitize their operations. And with this next step, um, it will further involve this whole strategic partnership to another level, which will help, you know, our customers across different uh, platforms and industries to transform their end-to-end -end processes. Uh, so now moving on to you, Ashidara, can you tell us more about uh, some of the key focus industrial scenarios that you have picked up uh, for these end-to-end -end, uh, automated solutions? Sure, Archana. So let me start with the IMNC industry. 
So this is the, you know, we have started with the industry cloud solution for industrial machinery and components and focused on primarily two major processes, lead to cash and plan to manufacture. Now, both these processes, of course, have some common areas which are, you know, same across industries. But again, for some areas, they are very much focused on the industry-specific best practices. Let's take an example, right? I mean, for manufacturing industries, many of these plan-to-manufacture processes are very similar. But then uh, there are certain processes within the lead-to-cash part, like you know, outcome-based billing. So the payment is made on the basis of the machine uptime. So these are very specific to the IMNC industry. So we have taken such scenarios. We have used at the core of the solution, we have used IBM's impact solution, which is you know uh, best practices on top of S4HANA, as well as several other components, for example, SAP customer experience suite. And then we have built in the end-to-end process orchestration on top of uh, you know, these core uh, systems. And that's where we have used SAP's workflow management to create that uh, you know, layer of industry solutions. Yeah, it has been fantastic, actually, to see how IBM is reinventing and extending these existing IMNC process models that you talked about, especially with the disparate systems like S4HANA, like Customer Experience Suite. And this is a classic example of keeping the digital core clean and and, and combining the processes uh, to the industry solutions. I'm really glad that you chose SAP Business Technology Platform Services and SAP Workflow Management specifically uh, for these collaborations. Uh, so can you let our listeners know what were the key value propositions or benefits that you saw with our services? Yeah, maybe I can um, take that one. So um, there's, if we take a step back, there's really three things that we drive or look to drive based on um, market demand and some of the, the trends that we're seeing um, based on our clients and the industries that we're working with. And the first is really a drive towards better simplification and process standardization. Um, The second area is around um, getting better visibility across processes, um, regardless of systems. And the more and more we move towards distributed architectures, um, the more complex it becomes to manage and govern these processes. So having visibility across um, is something that's really, really key. And then the third area is um, focus on driving automation and intelligence in everything that we do. So with those three areas in mind and and, and those three big objectives, what we found with the SAP um, business technology platform is it really answers those requirements um, that our clients are looking for. And it really supports the innovation that we're building um, related to these industry cloud solutions. And the first area is, you know, I mentioned visibility and and covering the end-to-end spectrum. Um, But this also focuses on the full process um, orchestration, but also managing that complexity. So when we start to look at um, trying to standardize some of these processes and having a single uh, environment in order to manage these in, um, the SAP BTP platform and the workflow management solution really ticks that box. Um, the second area of focus that, um, that the workflow management solution provides 
is this whole concept of clean core that you just mentioned, um, Archana, right? And, and the clean core concept um, is addressed with the SAP workflow management solution through the whole concept of these process variants, right? Where we provide additional flexibility um, into the process. It allows developers and business users alike um, to embed business rules and, you know, all through low-code solutions that means that all of a sudden that ability to infuse process variant is available to a much broader audience than what we used to see within like traditional SAP. And then the third area um, is around this end-to-end process visibility. Um, and within our um, evaluation platform and, and the focus that we have towards what we call within IBM the cognitive enterprise, the SAP um, also term as the intelligent enterprise, it's this whole concept of control tower, having the, the ability to manage these processes end-to-end um, across multiple systems, applications, and so on. Um, and the workflow management solution really addresses that through the process visibility functionality that means that you're no longer managing um, individual processes in different silos. And as a, um, a manager of a process or a business process owner, I get full visibility of what's actually happening. I've got a series of business KPIs that I can monitor um, and I'm fully in control um, that is huge right? in terms of um, what people are trying to, to, to do and therefore enabling them to achieve greater business outcomes. Excellent. So visibility, automation, intelligence, and digital clean core is some value propositions I take out uh, from what you said. That's really good. So, I, I mean, you really have a very comprehensive and I must say impressive lineup of solutions for cross industries, specifically using uh, SAP workflow management. And I'm sure uh, more and more of our customers would benefit out of these ready to use industry solutions um, that you have built for their businesses. So now, can you let our listeners know how they can leverage these different use cases that you have built if they are really interested? Sure. Let me have a go. So the published use cases, you know, are listed in the SAP API Business Hub under Partner Solutions for Intelligent Workflows. So when anyone finds a suitable workflow solution in the IBM portfolio, they can connect to the contact mentioned in the documentation we have provided. What we would then do is, you know, to explain to the client the end-to-end scenario, the prerequisites for the workflow included any pre-configured systems like S4HANA or IoT or customer sales cloud, whichever is the underlying system or systems, depending on the scenario, and then help deploy the Intelian workflow solution for the client landscape. Sometimes the solution may need some tweaking, but since these are all API-based and event-driven, then making the changes to the workflow layer will not be too difficult or time-consuming. Good. So API Business Hub is where you have published. And yeah, if anybody really wants to look into what IBM has published, you can go to api.sap.com and you can search for workflow management and there you will find uh, the packages published by IBM. Okay, so um, enterprises, I mean, all over the world now are involving, and we know that these transformation has always been the key requirements. 
okay and a uh, lot of companies nowadays are basically searching for the right tools for right architectures and for right set of guidance that they're looking forward uh, when they are going for these transformation journeys especially in the hybrid landscape uh, where they have processes i mean running across multiple systems let's say sap or non sap or cloud or non cloud systems and i personally often get these questions in my sessions so i thought i will ask the same to you guys so if there are customers and partners who are looking for any kind of automation and orchestration processes and let's say combining their key business functions from some central place or let's say getting visibility across different state systems and so on what would you like to advise them yeah so um let me take a shot here so i think the first thing would be to really think of the future state like where do you want to to go what does great look like and when you're thinking about these processes think of it from uh, either a customer or employee centric experience and that is really critical to setting yourself up in your organization for success um, so you're really building this with um, a user centric approach um the second thing and i think you know i tell you you hit it spot on is around focusing on more agile deployments right the benefit of using the sap btp and and workflow management solution is you get a lot more agility into um these processes and it's important to move away from these like monolithic it uh, infrastructure and programs that take you know months to roll out um and focus much more on you know rapid business deployments because that's where consumers are going that's where employees are going that's where organizations are going overall and people are expecting uh in their environments the ability to to um roll out solutions and and processes at a much faster pace um and and deliver those to clients without creating massive disruption and the last thing uh, that that i would um you know encourage people to to also think about and and suggest looking at when they come to to look at these solutions is really think big and again you mentioned that um as part of uh, of your question is go beyond just some of the sap applications really that the value of where the workflow management product comes into play is that ability to go across application um you're really looking to break down these silo processes um so that you can create what we call within ibm these intelligent workflows right and these are workflows or processes um that are automated that are cognitive so they are infused with intelligence machine learning ai um but they're also data driven and that is really key um and it's a big shift from what organizations are doing today so that goes back to to the think big um but it's not just about the process and it's not just about having a supersonic um execution of um that process this whole concept of a control tower that i mentioned um earlier on that we have as one of our ibm terms that is this central tower um and and visibility across the organization that means that you're able to manage um all of your core processes whether that's per functional area whether that's per um you know smaller business processes whether it's like um you know functions um in a single environment regardless of which application it runs on is extremely powerful 
and you get the ability to make business decisions in a way that were never possible before. So thank you, Andrew, for these suggestions. And just one last question to both of you. And uh, whenever uh, we see such innovative evolutions, uh, more uh, more is always less. And while we know that uh, you have published the packages on IMNC industry only to cash, we would also definitely want to know what are your plans for this year? Will you be publishing more use cases for other industries as well? Sure, Achana. So the plan is, you know, even under IMNC industry, we have quite a few more packages lined up. So they will be published soon. And once uh, we have done that, we also have plans to start with some of our use cases from utilities industry, retail industry, and so on. In fact, there will be some which will be across uh, industry solutions as well, for example, in finance or supply chain management. Andrew, would you like to add anything? Yeah, maybe just one final point. Um, if you want to see some of these solutions in action um, as well, we'll obviously be uh, presenting some of these use cases around IMNC and others at Sapphire this year. Um, so, you know, please come along virtually to, to um, those sessions and you'll be able to see uh, everything that we've actually discussed today with Asdara and, and Archana um on those sessions and happy to take more questions um at that time as well awesome uh looking forward for these new solutions ashidara and in api business hub and uh, to all those who are listening block your seat uh, for sapphire and uh, get to hear from andrew more about these different industry solutions uh, that ibm has built Thank you so, so much, Ashidara and Andrew. It was really an exciting journey for me personally, being part of this project and working with you and your team. And I'm sure our listeners would be equally excited to experience these reinvented applications with the new offerings and technologies. So if anybody of you are still interested in the content, visit API Business Hub and contact IBM for more information. That's all that I had from SAP Workflow Management Desk. Wishing you all the health. Until next time, stay curious, stay safe. Thank you for listening to episode 72 of the SAP Integration and Extension Talk. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take away a lot of valuable information for you. Join our next episode in June and stay healthy and safe. You like our podcast? Then just subscribe to it on the platform of your choice and you won't miss any new episode in the future. We would be happy if you could leave us a good rating on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast or Spotify and share the SAP integration and extension talk with your colleagues, customers and partners. <music>